Chapter 4 Reflections Jake used the hairdryer like a magic wand to remove the steam that had settled on the mirror during his shower. He paused when he saw that the lines were still carved into the condensation. The sharp lines that were like a dagger in his heart. The lines that came together to make a message. Usually the message never appeared, as he never showered with the door closed. But Melissa was still there, and no matter how many fingers he had put in her asshole, he wasn't going to shit in front of her. The message was simple and somewhat generic. That's all it needed to be. It wasn't meant to be a life-changing mantra or a love letter to last the years. Just a sweet reminder he wasn't alone. As sad stories go, this was up there with the best. It had happened over a year ago, shortly after he had broken up with the only girl he ever considered making it permanent with. Just like with Melissa, there had been some girl who didn't get the memo and had lingered, even though the sexual interaction had been completed and there was nothing more to say or fuck. He took his time attempting to wash the miserable sex and alcohol off himself. He wanted to give the lingerer more opportunity to get the fuck out of his life. By the time he had finished, the steam was dense and humid, and Jake soaked it in. As he stood in front of the basin, something caught his attention in the fogged-up mirror. It was just a bunch of vague symbols at first, but as he tilted his head to look at it from another angle, his eyes widened, and it felt like something hit him hard in the sternum, making him double over in pain. The message stood out like a Catholic priest at a child abuse survivor's meeting, tormenting him, reminding him that he was still, and forever would be, a piece of shit. A year later, he was looking at it again, still a prisoner to a sex guest lingering outside, refusing to leave, refusing to get the memo. The message was scrawled in neat capital letters across the top of the mirror above his blurry reflection and completed with an exclamation point that had a little heart instead of the dot. The message read, Thinking of you. It was simple, sweet, and soul-crushing. A reminder of how things could have been. Jake didn't like simple and sweet. He was kind of lame like that, and a feeling of rage boiled inside of him, quickly filling the empty void of his chest, right where his heart should be. Impulsively, he grabbed a hand towel from the rack and wiped off the message like a petulant child, not stopping until he had wiped off all the condensation, revealing himself standing in front of the mirror, alone. With the mirror clear of fog and painful messages, he rubbed the side of his torso with his hand and gazed at himself. A rumble came from his stomach, and Jake realized he hadn't eaten in twelve hours, maybe more. The last thing he remembered eating was that bacon-wrapped hot dog outside of the bar the previous night. Eating is cheating, Jake whispered to himself. Distant memories of D-dubs came to mind. They were the words that preceded every bender, every party, and every night there was alcohol in the apartment they used to share. He gave himself a shameful nod of approval. He was looking pretty shredded, and his abs looked like the proverbial six-pack of beer. Thanks to the sex, his chest was puffed up nicely, too. Jake stood a touch under six feet and carried an athletic-looking body, not through exercise or a gym routine. He was just blessed with some strong white trash genetics and a very small appetite. You could picture Brad Pitt's character in Snatch, the body anyway. He was no Brad Pitt in the face department. In the face, he was more like a poor man's Michael Pitt, who was in truth a poor man's Leonardo DiCaprio.
Like the pikey and snatch, Jake had tattoos that covered and helped define his already lean physique. His largest and most obvious tattoo was across his chest. It was weird, which made it unique. A depiction of a postcard circa 1950s that he had found in his grandparents' attic when he was young. The tattoo artist had taken some liberties, but it was close enough. It showed a small desert island complete with palm trees and a skeleton sitting in a deck chair with the words, always on vacation, curving over the top. Jake had never been to Hawaii, a tropical isle, or even Mexico, but the postcard had this strange ability to make him feel relaxed and at peace when he held it, and most of all when he looked at it. Years of carrying it around in his pocket and moving it between his fingers had worn it out, so he finally came up with the idea to tattoo it on his chest, so he would have it forever. As with all of Jake's great ideas, he didn't think this one through either. He didn't realize he could only look at it in the mirror, and when he did, it was reversed in the reflection. But he still found himself caressing his chest when he was anxious. Hashtag no regrets. Jake opened the bathroom door slowly and peeked out into his bedroom and scanned it, doing his best Terminator impression. Hello? Jake asked, hoping he wouldn't get a response. There was no answer, but Jake didn't want to get his hopes up just yet. He threw the towel on the bathroom floor and did the glory walk across the room, noticing that Melissa, his ever-endearing sex guest, had made the bed. I knew she was a good little hooker. Jake muttered as he put some boxers on. His head snapped to the bedside table slash couple of crates before he mentally had even realized why. To his relief, his phone and his money clip were still there, but he still felt stupid for leaving them unattended with a sex guest in close proximity. Hashtag amateur hour. He swiftly grabbed his money clip and was not surprised to find that she had taken all the large bills, but thankfully she had left his credit cards and ID as they were definitely the biggest hassle to replace. Bad hooker, Jake scolded as he slowly shook his head. The money wasn't an issue. It would have been 200 maximum, easy come, easy go. But he just hoped beyond hope she was the pro that he assumed she was and had gotten the fuck out of his place as soon as she swiped his cash. There was no way in hell he wanted to deal with that train wreck. At Killing Jake Feel like shit, excess partying combined with brutal memories and poor decisions has got me all doom and gloom. Hashtag suck it up, Mary.